The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Wow, was this a story. Hi, there was an American Kolel Avrech who was living in Harnof, in Yerushalayim and HaKodesh. And he wanted to take off one day to go up north to go pray by the Kivre Sadiki. He was going to go to Tiberias, to Tiberia. He was going to go to the Kever Bimeir Balanes. He was going to go to the Rambam, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva's wife, Rachel, who's buried there as well. From there, he was going to jump up to Tzvat, only 35, 40 minutes away. And if he can make up that treacherous mountain, he'll finally get to the Kever of the Arizal, maybe the Mikveh, down to Maran Bet Yosef. Wow! Repinachas ben Yair, the Balachadodi. I mean, he had his eyes and his sights on the biggest of all. And from there, he was going to make his way to Amuka, to Rabbi Yonatan ben Uziel, and then finally to end the day on a high in Meron by Rabbi Shimon bar Yochai. This was going to be a day of Tefillah. This was going to be a day of Yeshuot. And he was really psyched for this day. And he wanted to start the day early. He woke up sunrise. He prayed really early, packed himself a day's worth of food, and he called up a taxi company and they sent a Nahag. In Israel, they call it a private. Private means that you're not going in a Sherut with five, six other people. Definitely not a bus. It's just your taxi to do whatever you want for the day. And he turns to the Nahag and he says, You're with me today, says Ken Habibi. I'm with you all day, wherever you want to go. I'm going to take you, especially when he hears the broken English, or the broken Hebrew, I mean, and he sees English, the ring, right? The dollar signs go up. I'll take you anywhere you want to go, whatever you want. No problem. So where are we going? He tells the Nahag, the taxi driver, we're going to Kivresh Sadiki. First we're going to go to Tveria, then to Tzvat, then to Amuka, then to Meron. He says, okay, if that's what you want, that's what we'll do. They start driving. Now, ladies, from Yerushalayim to Tveria, you're looking at at least two and a half or so hour drive, maybe more. So as they're going, and it's a long journey, and you understand how two guys in a car, conversation kicks up little by little. So the uh, Nahag, the taxi driver, turns to the Kolel guy and he says to him, Can I ask you a question? He says, yeah. He says, between me and you, why are you wasting your day going to all the cemeteries? Between me and you, I want to tell you something. They're dead. He says, They're dead. Who are you talking to? You're going to sit there, cemetery to cemetery, grave to grave. You're going to be standing there praying. He tells him, no one's listening to you. No one's hearing you. And it's just a bunch of dead people. What are you doing? He says, listen to me, Habibi. I was in this war. I was in this war. I saw everything that life has to offer. Nothing new in the world that I don't know about. Listen to me. You have me anyways. You're paying me anyways. Let's make a left to Tel Aviv. I'll take you to a soccer game. Afterwards, we'll go to a cafe. We'll sit down and eat. I thought it was a date, you know. We're going to go sit down and eat together. And we'll have Chaim. Gavrech looks at this guy and he says, Are you joking? Matam Sachek, you're joking? He says, You're telling me they're dead? I said, Those Sadikim, he tells the Nahag, they're more alive than me and you. And every time we go to Kivres Dikim and we pray our hearts out, the Sadikim are listening. And the Ma'ale are tefillot. Like a true Melitz Yosher. They bring the tefillot up to Kisei Kavod. You know how many Yeshuot came to people that went to Mishtateah on the Kivret Sadikim? Dead? 
They're more alive than you. You're dead. Oh, then I got upset. What? What are you, Mikhail? You're cursing me? He says, you don't know what you're talking about. The taxi driver got angry. He starts screaming. They're dead. It's a bunch of joke. The whole thing is a the whole thing is a joke. He says, Habibi, this is the world. En od olam. This is it. This is life. You have to squeeze, he tells him, you have to squeeze out of it as much as you can. You have to grab from this one and run to that one and grab from this one and whatever you get, you get. And once you die, chalas. There's nothing else. The Kolel guy turns to the taxi driver and says, you really believe that? You really believe that there's no olam haba? You really believe that there's no life? There's no sadikim? He says, Ken, amarti lecha. I fought in this war and I fought in that war. I saw everything. I know everything. Okay. So the Kolel guy turns to the taxi driver and says, if you really believe that, would you be willing to sell me your olam haba? Because to you, it's worthless. It's nothing. So for you, you'll make a score. So the taxi driver looks at him with a smile and says, Ah, says, yes, I do. He says, okay, so the guy looks at him and says, Oh, now all of a sudden when money was put on the table, all of a sudden it exists. All of a sudden it has value. All of a sudden it has worth. He says, no, 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 no. He says, I don't believe in it. He says, but to you, it's worth something. So now I, I want more money for it. He says, okay. The Kolel guy says, Pseder, I'll give you, I'll give you 10 shekel. He says, 10 shekel? Okay, Pseder, you got a deal. And the guy's laughing, the taxi driver, literally laughing, thinking that he made a score of a lifetime. He just ripped another 10 shekel out of an American. John, he's laughing his head off. Yalla, let's do it. He says, okay, pull over to the side. They pull the car off the side, and the American Kolel guy pulls out a daf, a piece of paper, and he starts writing Ashtar Chose. He starts writing an actual sale, a contract between, and he writes the taxi driver's name, he writes his name, and how he is now purchasing the rights to the Olam Haba of Mr. So-and-so, the taxi driver, for the Sach Schum of 10 Shekel Shkalim Chadashim. Boom! And at the bottom of the page, two signature lines with names at the bottom, with a date. He turns to the taxi driver and says, Okay, yalla, execute. Tachtom, sign. Taxi driver says, And by it, he takes it. And with Azut, he's smiling, he's laughing. Ah, you're getting ripped off. He's, ah, you lost 10 shekels. He's really sticking it into the guy. Okay, there's a sign. Taxi driver signs, and the Avrech signs. He takes back the star, Avrech, folds it up. He puts into his jacket, and he says, Okay, Achshav, ha'olam haba shelcha, sheli. Your olam haba is mine, and I'm not giving it back to you. Taxi driver says, Pseudah, keep it. Now it's your problem, it's yours. And he's laughing. The guy, Mamash, thinks he ripped them off something good. They get back on the road, they drive up to Tveria. Now, ladies, you'll understand, after two and a half hours of driving, you know, you get to a destination, no matter where you're going. They got to the kever of Merbalanis. Everyone gets out, so the taxi driver wanted to stretch. So he also gets out, and he goes up to the kever of Merbalanis, and he looks inside to see what's everyone doing in there. And the non-religious taxi driver couldn't believe his eyes. He looks, and he sees hundreds of people. Men, women, old ladies, young men, young ladies, you know, seminary girls, young kids, and everyone is praying their hearts out. 
They're shuckling back and forth. And they're praying for Yeshua. And he sees people crying. And he sees people begging. He says to himself, Wallah, look at this. It's not just one guy. There's a lot of people out there. That's crazy. They really believe in, in the dead. They really believe this is going to get them somewhere. He couldn't believe his eyes. He never saw it before, he says. Couldn't believe his eyes. Well, he didn't say anything. Listen, this is what you want. You're paying me. I don't care. After he finished with mayor, gets back into the car. He goes to the Rambam. He sees the same thing. He goes to Rabbi Akiva. Rachel, Eshet, Rabbi Akiva. He heard the ladies outside crying. He says, wow. You know, they really take this seriously. He gets back into the car. They draw up the Tzvat. They go to the Kevra now of the Arizal HaKadosh. He sees people crying and praying. And now he starts thinking to himself, wait one second. If all these people are begging and crying with tears, maybe, maybe there is something to this. Maybe I made a mistake. His pride doesn't let him. He keeps his mouth closed. He doesn't say a word. After they finish in Sfat, he gets back into the car. They go to Rabbi Yonatan ben Uziel. He comes down the mountain all the way at the bottom. He finally makes those treacherous slopes. Gets down to the kever and he sees one coach bus. After the next coach bus. After the next coach bus of all those American seminary girls that want to get married that year. And they're coming to Rabbi Yonatan ben Uziel, the great Sigula, to get married within the year. And he says, I don't believe this. Not just here in Israel. But from all over the world they come. Just to the kever they came. And when he finally got to Meron by the Rajbi, and he saw how many people begging and crying, that was it. He says, I made a major mistake. On the way home, I got two and a half hours with this guy. I'm going to convince him to give it back. They get into the car. They start driving back to Jerusalem. After a long day of kever hopping, from place to place. They're on their way back. Two and a half hours. The driver knows he has a captured audience. He turns to his Kolel American friend. And he says, So, Neneta. Ken, thank you very much. I, Bemet, I felt the tefillot were very strong. I felt that I could be Zohet to a Yeshua. He says, Okay, good for you. While we're on the subject, he tells him, You know, I was very impressed. When I saw the people crying with tears. By all the Kivres Sadikim. You know what? I changed my mind. You know, he would never say he made a mistake. I changed my mind. After thinking about it, maybe there is something to this Olam Haba. Maybe there is something to Sadiqim. Maybe there is something past this world. You know what? Here's your 10 shekel. The cold little guy looks at him and says, uh, Habibi, Amarti Lecha, I told you. Nothing doing. You sold it? You sold it. I'm Martila, I told you. I told you you're going to come back and ask for it back. And I told you I'm not giving it back. It's mine. I bought it. He pulls out the paper, the contract, two signatures. The ink dried. It's mine. Then the hug starts getting all worked up. Ma, what are you talking about? It's not yours. It's mine. Ma, ten shekel, are you crazy? Give me back my olam haba. He says, no, nothing doing. I'm not giving it back to you. He says, okay, Pseder, I need Oeshata, businessman. Pseder, Pseder. Okay. I'll give you a hundred shekel, okay? You made ten times on your money. Pseder, you have a nice return on your money. Yalla, give me back the, the contract. I'll rip it up. Olam haba, hundred shekel. The Kolel guy's sitting there. Nothing doing. You can keep your money. It's mine. Ma, 
Maitre, give me my Olam Haba back. He says, no, I'm not giving it back to you. Ladies, he offered him a thousand shekel. Wouldn't give it back. He offered him five thousand shekel and the whole day's Nisiyah alive. Because he taught me something. So it wasn't a wasted trip. Give it back. Nothing doing. The guy starts crying. Starts crying. You see what a Jew is. Even, even, even a Jew that's so lost and far. Start crying. This was my connection. How foolish was I? I gave everything away for 10 shekel. Believe me, we know a lot of people that give everything away for 10 shekel. I gave it all away for 10 shekel. He's begging the guy. Finally, they pull into Harnoff. Finally, they pull into the block where the Kolel guy lives. He pulls up in front of the house. He sees the taxi drivers tearing. The Kolel guy turns to him and says, Habibi, listen, I'm not going to take one penny from you. I'm going to give you back your Olam Haba, but on two conditions. He says, Ma, you're going to give it back? I'm going to give it back. Lo grush, lo grush. I'm not taking a penny, but on two conditions. Condition number one, that if you ever meet in life another Jew that's not like you, don't be mezalzel in them. Don't make fun of them. Don't degrade them. They might believe in something you don't. They might have something a minhag. They might have a halacha. They might have something that you didn't grow up with. They're different. It's okay. No matter what their last name is, no matter what darkon they're holding in their pocket, no matter where their passport brings them back to, no matter what their roots and lineage come from, a Jew is a Jew. There's enough goyim in the world that hate us. We have to get rid of the hatred. Even if people are different. Avat Yisrael, promise me that no matter what type of Jew you meet in life, you'll always love them. You won't put them through what you put me through. He says, Okay, what's the second point? He says, the second point, you would have given me the 5,000 shekel for that Olam Haba paper. I'm not taking a penny. And here, here is it back. But I want you to take that 5,000 shekel and I want you to give it to a rabbi to sit and learn Torah with you every single day. So you'll start figuring out that life has so much more to offer. I want you to get direction in life. I want you to learn about Olam Haba. I want you to learn what Olam Hazeh could be. I want you to taste the Shabbat. I want you to taste the Mitzvah. I want you to taste the Gemara. I want you to get direction in life. Take the 5,000 shekel. Give it to a Kolel person to teach you Torah and find direction in a Jewish life. Become a real Ben Olam Haba, not just on paper. He thought about it and he said, Beseder Animaskin. He handed him the paper. He took the paper. He ripped up the paper to shreds. And the guy was happy like he won a lottery. The taxi driver got out of the car, ran up to the Kolel guy. You know, Anachno, we get very emotional. Ran up to the taxi to the Kolel guy, gave him a big hug started kissing him and thanking him and says, You gave me life. You gave me direction. He gave me back my Olam Abba. He goes back into the car and he drives off. Ladies, you think that's the end of the story? The taxi driver drives to the corner and suddenly his brakes give way. He goes straight into the intersection as the Kolil guy watches. A truck was coming from the opposite direction hits the car, the car rips off into a wall, and the taxi driver dies on the spot. 
holding those papers ripped up in his hand. Do you think he's going to Olam Haba? Yesh shekone olamo b'sha'achat. One moment. All it takes is one rega, one moment to get our heads straight, to see through the smoke and mirrors of this world, to see through the sheker, to realize how many steaks can you eat? How many vacations can you go on? How much money can you make already? What are we really doing here? What's our purpose here? There's so much to live up to, so much fulfillment, so much good we could be doing. Our minutes are slipping away. Our life is slipping away. I could be in one rega. The light bulb goes off. I have what to live for. I could start sending Elek, Le'olam Haba, one after the next. I could have Shayolamot. It says Rabaran Cutler, not just the next world, the 310 kingdoms that you can have. It's the only way to get this world. And that was the secret of Yaakov Avino. That's the secret of a Jew. We're people that have direction. We live with a purpose. We wake up in the morning and we know what we're doing. We get up early for a davening. We get up early for a seder. We get up early for chesed. We go out and help people. We get one gift from our time. We give from our hearts. We're people of fulfillment of direction. We're B'nai Olam Haba people in Olam Hazed. That's the beauty of Klali's son. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.